I'm Heather Roberts here with Marie Dodds from AAA Oregon. Welcome back, Marie. Thank you, Heather. Always a joy to talk to you, except sometimes you come with bad news. And yeah. this time it, it is a little bit of bad news. AAA has found that raising speeds does not actually mean traffic's going to move better. How is that possible? Yeah, well, I think a lot of us have the notion that, you know, if we could just travel more quickly, if we can drive faster, if if we can see speed limits get raised, we could all get to our destinations more quickly. You know, that seems to be the notion. But the bottom line is we did uh, several years of research and we find that when you raise speed limits, it doesn't necessarily translate into faster commutes and faster driving times because higher speeds can create more risk and higher speeds can also make roads less safe for pedestrians and bicyclists. And it's interesting, we have uh, the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety, which is our nonprofit research arm. And we studied roads for the last several years and we looked at 12 different roads, including freeways, highways, and city streets. And of the 12 roads that we studied, five of them are here in Oregon. So we looked at roads where speed limits had either been raised or lowered, and then we looked at what had happened afterwards. What were the crash rates like? Uh, what happened to road users? How were bicycles and pedestrians impacted? And so what we find in general is that when speed limits are raised, that is associated with increased crashes. And when speed limits are lowered, oftentimes that leads to fewer crashes on those roadways. But when we're talking higher speeds, even when a crash happens, and I, I don't want to detract from the tragedy that is a crash, especially if it leads to someone's death. But let's be honest, that impacts a handful of people, whereas a prolonged speed increase allows hundreds, perhaps thousands of cars to get to their destination faster. Aren't we looking at, a, at a, something that benefits the many kind of situation here? Well, yes and no. I think the message that we're trying to say by the study is that there is no one size fits all answer regarding speed limits. And so you have to look at the holistic picture. You know, it's critical to consider the safety implications when you have transportation authorities contemplate making changes with posted speed limits. So that's the message here. Yes, increasing speed limits can, in many cases, lead to faster commutes, but what happens when people's lives are lost or people are injured? And also, too, even if these faster speed limits result in fender benders, then you've defeated the purpose of raising the speed limit because then everybody's stuck in traffic anyway. So there isn't one easy answer. And, you know, it's interesting, you'd, you'd think that this is a no brainer, but this is really one of the first research projects of its kind where we took several years, we looked at, at 12 different roadways across the country, including five in Oregon. And we looked at, hey, what happens when speed limits are raised or lowered? And, and so we really now have a better picture of, of some of the implications there. So there, like many things, there's more involved than what's on the surface. Well, and these kinds of things, it's, it is hard to deny science, research, quantifiable evidence. I totally get that. But I am old enough to remember when Oregon had its first 65 mile per hour freeway, when we went from 55 to 65, which was a big deal. And they said part of the reason was it was going to improve gas mileage, right? We were going to get better MPGs on our cars 
if we could move at a more steady pace, does that at all override what you guys found? Are MPGs even a factor? You know, this was not something that we looked at for this particular study. We didn't look at mileage and speed limits. And certainly the theory is that, you know, if you are driving a traditional vehicle and one with an internal combustion engine, if you travel um, at a usually around 55 miles an hour, that's usually the prime spot for your best mileage. So you could make the argument that, hey, if I'm traveling at 65 or 75 or, or even 80 miles an hour and above, that's not going to give me the best mileage either. But I just want to be very specific. This study did not look at that. We simply looked at safety implications and and how those were impacted by raising or lowering the posted speed limit. And I will say that, you know, I, I think we all realize and recognize that speeding is a major factor in vehicle crashes across the country and here in Oregon. You know, when we look back at the last couple of years, even with COVID, we had more than 42,000 people die in traffic incidents in 2021. And the same thing in 2022, 42,000 lives lost. And when you when you check the data from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, speeding is a factor in almost a third of those fatalities. So it it is a factor. Same story in Oregon. You know, we had 599 traffic deaths in 2021, and the preliminary number for 2022 is 600 traffic deaths. These are some of the highest death numbers in years, and driving too fast for road conditions and exceeding the the posted speed limits are major factors in Oregon crashes as well. That's one of the things we need to clarify. It's an interesting, even just the verbiage we use, though. When we're talking about speeding, we're usually talking about going faster than the posted speed. But this research is related to the posted speed. When we allow people to drive faster, and what you're saying is the the result is the same, regardless of whether it's legal or not, we're still going to see increased crashes potentially when we allow people to just drive faster. Yeah, exactly. So whether you're following the posted speed limit and it's higher than it was, for example, um, or people are speeding, this study shows increased crash frequencies and rates on highways where the speed limit was raised. And then uh, the study also shows the opposite, that lowering posted speed limits is associated with decreased crash numbers and rates. So, you know, again, this was scientific. It looked at these five roadways over a long period of time. And this was one of the first studies of its kind. It seems intuitive, but, you know, there really isn't a lot of data and a lot of research on on speed limits. You know, we all like to think, oh, yeah, if I can drive faster, I'm going to get there faster. Well, and it also seems intuitive when we say, if I drive faster, I'm a safe driver. I can go a little faster. It's okay, but you can't control the traffic all around you. Exactly. Um, Let's talk a little bit about that concept you mentioned at the beginning about getting to your destination faster. When we raise speed limits, we typically see them go up five or 10 miles an hour. How much does that really save on the average commute? Minutes, if that. Uh, you know, it's interesting because we all think, you know, if I if I can travel more quickly, I'm going to get to my destination a lot earlier. And you really have to travel an increased rate of speed for a prolonged period of time to save even five minutes on your commute. 
So, you know, one of the things you have to think about is that, okay, if you're on a rural stretch of highway and you don't have traffic lights and you don't have stops, theoretically, you can Im- improve your, your travel time by, you know, maybe 10, maybe even 15 minutes. But if you're traveling in an urban area, you know, you may pass somebody on the highway and then a mile down the road, you're at a stop sign or a traffic light. And so you've lost that, that gain in time. So when I'm thinking we- of that stretch, you're talking about rural highways. And I'm thinking even that stretch between Redmond and Bend, Highway 97. I have made that drive many, many times with traffic and without early in the morning when there's no traffic around. And I I feel better. Hopefully OSP isn't listening. I feel better when I'm exceeding the speed limit. I feel like I'm going to get there faster, but I'll be honest, I have timed it and gone, oh, did I saved I literally saved like two minutes. Yeah. It's not far yeah. enough to have made a difference. Right. And that's normally the time. Again, if you are traveling on a rural stretch of freeway um, and you are going for hundreds of miles, you can shave some time off your travel. But if you're driving in a more urban setting and, and Highway 97 is a perfect example where you may be able to cruise along for, you know, a few miles, but then but you're you get to that, that light at Cooley Road and it is yeah. the ultimate equalizer. Yeah. And all the people you pass are going to be Right there They're all you, right there behind you at the right. same light. Hi, yeah. Heather. <laughs> I have gained nothing. Um, okay. Well, Marie Dodds with AAA Oregon, we are out of time, but I appreciate you sharing the research with us. And, and the takeaway is if we just slow down a little bit, we're still going to get to our destination and we might actually get there all in one piece and help everybody else on the road get there in one piece. Absolutely. And we're all about safe travel for everybody. Okay. Thank you so much. You're listening to FM News 100.1 and 1110 KBND.